are listening to Jim and Donnie's Short, Sharp and Fitness podcast, brought to you by oldbullhealth.com, your hosts Donnie Singe and Jim Bolt. Welcome back, folks. I'm Jim Bolt, and with me is the great Donnie Singe. You used to put two greats in there, now it's only one. You used to say the great, great. The, the two times great yeah. Donnie Singe, and you are listening to the great Old Bull Health Short, Sharp and Fit podcasts. We produce great new episodes weekly. You can send your great feedback to help at oldbullhealth.com. Please subscribe and share if you think it's great. Is that right? That's fantastic. Okay. <laughs> All right, Donnie. So today, you know, this this was interesting um, and it was from a discussion and it's something that's right up your alley. Um, this is like your, your this is what you Got do for a living, right? True. This is like one of the, the ones we can talk about in public. <laughs> um, so it's about fitness and, and people say, well, well, you know, you're fit or not. And everyone goes, oh, you're fit and get about fit, 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 bandied around. But what does it actually mean? To be fit, right? Yes. And this got me thinking. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. And this, the title for this is What Does It Mean to Be Fit and Why Should You Care? What are the five steps of exercise to get there? So, I was a poet and I didn't even mm. know it. And we created a long title, which I know you love those long titles. Um, so, that's what this, <laughs> that's the title of this podcast. It's funny, eh? Um, you, it's a long title, all right? Mm, it is a long title. Meaningful. And it rhymes. And it's meaningful. And it rhymes. Okay, so, th- so the first definition was fitness includes five essential components, flexibility, cardiorespiratory fitness, yep. muscular endurance, yep. muscular strength, yep. and body composition, mm. which made sense. Yep. The second definition was one's ability to execute daily activities with optimal performance, endurance, and strength with the management of disease, fatigue, and stress, and reduced sedentary behavior. This description goes beyond being able to run quickly and li- or lift heavy weights. Yeah. Makes sense? It does. I'd, I'd add one thing on the end of that, yep. and I would say um, with uh, the knowledge that there is extra in the tank at the yep. end of the day for a little emergency if you needed one. And, yep. and so, Donnie, with your, with your, um, with your experience as, a, as the head of performance, mm-hmm. how would you define – if your guys – if one of your players came and said, oh, I'm very fit – yeah. How would how, you, and you said, right, well, what does that mean? Or what would you, yeah. what did you want them when you say they fit? If you say yeah. my players are fit, what yeah. did you mean by that? Yeah, look, uh, that's an easy one for me because as you say, that's what I do. So the first thing is, I I, I, I would have a look at, at his VO2. What, what, what's the size of his tank? The second mm-hmm. thing is, in the game of uh, rugby league in particular, or mm. most sports, mm. you've got to have effort on effort. You've got to be able to do something, execute something, yep. um, and then go again. So so there's no sport where you take one shot at the ball and then you go and sit down and have a rest somewhere. Oh, and maybe, what, what about, maybe cricket. But other than that, you know. Um, but what about – think? they've got to be thinking – You know, so if you're doing weights in the gym, you, know, you mm. can think about whatever you can goof off, but – if you are playing a game, you've got to be thinking about where the ball's going to go, what yep. the next play is. Yeah. So there's a bit more to it, isn't yeah. it? Well, that's where your fitness is because the thing is is that not only uh, is your body um, doing all the um, physical, mechanical things to promote the ball or promote whatever it is that mm. you're, you know, the boat in the water, whatever mm. it is you're promoting mm. forward progress, but you are also tactically thinking about um, how you're doing that and you know, if you're on a field and kicking and passing, and if you're in a mm, boat, mm. you know how the oar is going into the water and the paddle yeah. and getting the best. If you're a swimmer, how the hand is moving through the water to ensure that you're getting, you know, the best distance. So, so um, in terms of but fitness, I, I, that that's what we're talking can, about. Can I challenge you on that? Though? Challenge me then. So come on. Okay, because 
the only thing with some of those things like rowing or swimming, it's, it's a repetitive thing which needs to be second nature. Whereas if you're playing a game where there, there's a whole lot of variables, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, they could kick, they could run, they could drop the ball. You're constantly adapting, right? So is there, yeah. do you see a difference from, in a fitness from those perspectives? Um, there's a difference in the, in, in, in the neural pathway. So when you're in the boat or you're, um, yeah, you have strokes or whatever, mm. then, then yes, you practice that over and over again and get that technique down pat. Um, but you're still having to ha- behind your body when you're getting fatigued and your heart rate's there and and the lactic's up, a lactic's up. Yeah, you're you're heavy, mm. you're burning, and you want to stop. Immediately, you start thinking about your body and what your body's doing. But you have put yourself at such a high technical and biomechanical level yep. that you're able to take your mind away from what the paddle's doing in the water because that's natural. Yeah. Okay, so you're focusing on your mindset getting through that burning feeling so yep. that your body can get to the end. Now, on the football field, it's exactly the same. So you're moving, and what you're thinking about is contact, collision, avoiding, um, axial, decals, all these, all these things that your body has to do. But if that ball does come to you, you will automatically shift it in the direction it's got to go, at the speed it's got to go, with the distance, uh, the space awareness, everything like that. Mm. So in that way, both of them are exactly the same. That's why we have high levels of fitness so that when it comes to cognitive things, that we're in a position, same Mm. as in the military, Mm. if you're a shooter and you have to go hard and you're under pressure, you're under stress, but you can still line up whatever it is you're looking at and and take the shot or do what you've got to do. So- Think about fitness as the bread and butter of the activity and think about the skill as as the delivery. So you've you've so well, we're, we're, yeah. The other point on that is if you've if you've got an efficient system, you're using less energy to run it, you've got more energy to run your brain. Mm. Right? Well, well not so much energy. Think about think about um think about uh, economy. Yeah, yeah. So 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 people who are very good with um their skill acquisition, people who are very confident with that and have really good neural response yeah. and pathway. Um, uh, even runners, sprinters. So so, so you've, if, you, if you take 100 meters, you know, you've got less than 10 seconds to get through that. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be thinking about where you're putting your feet. Yeah. You don't want to be thinking about foot striking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be very, very natural, you know. Okay. And what you're thinking about is just is just getting your your body through that through that hundred meters in, yep. in, in in nine point something seconds, yeah. And, and Donnie, how do you define fitness for yourself now? Because you you would consider yourself quite fit, right? Yes, yes, I would. So, yep. so how how do you how would you how do you know? What, how do you measure that? I, what I, you- I I measure mine on my on on my energy level. So yeah. so as you know, my my workouts and the way I train mm. myself, you know, they're they're far reduced from um, where I was say ten years ago. Mm-hmm. However, um, the intensity is not. And, and, and like I said, the economy of what I'm doing is mm, not. So mm. I still, I still make sure that I can, uh, yeah, that I'm strong, um, that I have a good, a, a, a good um, aerobic base. But if anyone has met me or spends time with me, they'll see that I've, I've got very, very good uh, uh, ability of keeping my energy levels mm. high. And um, and how I know that I'm on top of things is because when I go home and I have dinner and I'm with the family, I don't dive. I don't. I don't. I've had those times in my life where I've trained and worked at such a high physical level 
that I've gone home and given the family nothing mm, because, mm. you know, I've collapsed on the mm, couch and mm. got the food in. But now at the age of 56, I'm really aware of what I have to deliver all around, um, you know, as, as dad and, as, yeah. and, and what I do professionally. Yeah. And, I, and I ensure that I um, – that's a big part of my, my, yeah. um, my internal check-in on my, on my fitness. Yeah. I don't fall asleep in the afternoons. Mm. I don't wake up fatigued. Um, I am fairly clear, and uh, you know, I'm. I can still be lazy. So that's, no, I'm no, more no, lazy. no naps for you. No, no, no naps. So I don't no. need them. You know, um, but that's how I look at my fitness and, yeah. and my enthusiasm and my energy to that's get a through fear, it's my feel, days. Feeling. So, yeah. so all right. Next thing was, you know, if if I look at, you know, um, you know, some some of my my son, for example, he just wants to do weights once and build muscle and be mm. massive. So so I suppose the next question is, you know, this fitness is does it's not going to happen overnight. So there are five stages of exercise which are are reasonably common. So pre-contemplation, which is not exercising or no plan to exercise, and you get into contemplation where you're thinking about it, preparation where you're preparing to do that. And we've got a podcast on that coming soon. And then you get into action and maintenance. So where so from a fitness perspective, I guess, mm. you know, it comes back to that point, you're not going to just go for one run and be fit. Um, but how do you, you know, so how do you, how do people, you know, I guess you, I know you're going to say, well, you need a plan, right? Yeah. 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 Small steps to, to, to a big goal. Mm. I, I think a lot of us, you know, um, will just bite off something because we're looking too far ahead. Mm. Um, again, like, like we've spoken about in these, in these, um, in these podcasts, yeah, ha- having a plan can actually include, um, you know, you've got to clear out those things. You know, what, what? The first thing you'd ask yourself is, you know, what? Why aren't I fit now? Mm. What, what? Why mm. am I not training mm. every day? Mm. Because there's your barriers. Yeah. And once you can help identify those, then instead of saying, "Oh, there they are," I'll just keep going. You might actually look at something and say, "Okay, let, let, let me have a look at that. Why, why don't I have time?" Yeah. Um. Oh, I can't be bothered going to the gym because when I get in there, I'm, I'm embarrassed. You know, I walk in there and. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm wandering around. So there you go. You start thinking. Okay, I need yeah. a program. I need. A, I might need a trainer for a few weeks just to help mm-hmm. me get things right. So that contemplation, thinking about it, yeah, but not exercising is still a good, healthy place to be. But the one before it, where where you're not exercising and you've got no plan to exercise, if if there's a shift there, that's where you're asking yourself, why am I not exercising? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. uh, that's obviously a place you got to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. Testosterone and immunity formula is our ingestible powder formulated for men to help support testosterone levels and immunity systems. Mix with water or into your favorite smoothie and use daily. Only available online at oldbullhealth.com. Always read the label. Always follow the directions for use. And then, um, Donnie, you talked about these um, five areas of exercise, I guess you would call them, um, starting with increasing your heart rate. So, so you know, when, when, once you get the body or you get into a position or a situation where you want to um, become active, mm. you know, then you've got to warm up. You've got to get yourself into a, uh, a, a good mindset so that you can go into your, to your workout mm. or even, even just these next five things are things that are going to help you or, or yeah. you're going to get a response, a positive response, increasing your heart rate. So. And I'm not talking about jumping into 95%, mm. but just increasing your heart rate is going to increase your circulation. Now, we've talked a lot about um, the internal mechanism of the body, and we've talked a lot about all these really fancy endocrine systems and all this sort of stuff. 
Well, that's that that that's what the circulation's for is to is to get the blood pumping around and take nutrient to the body. So even increasing your circulation does the very simple act of increasing your body temp. And then if you're increasing your body temp, everything's warming up your joints, your synovial mm. fluids. So you're putting yourself in a, in a in a in a ready state. Then your range of motion. So you know that you're going to be extending and hyperextending and doing things. So you start to practice moving your joints and reaching out and stretching out to the full range of things or taking them through um, all the all the planes of movement. And then you've got increased joint mobility. And that's a really important one because that's where your elbows, knees, hips, mm. neck, even your vertebrae, you know. So now you've got an increased heart rate. You've got plenty of circulation. You've got your body temp up. You've you've increased your range of motion. And now your joints are getting um, nice and so, so, nice and yeah, ready, ready to go. So key question on that. So would you – um, would you warm up to get your, your body temp up first before you stretch or would you stretch a- and then? Absolutely. And then, okay, a- so yeah, do absolutely. a short, <laughs> short, easy run and then stretch? Um, it might not even be a run. It could be moving side to side and yeah. crab walks and but karaoke's. Get the heart, and but get the heart just, rate up. Just, just getting a bit of blood in there because yeah. because if you think about a um, think about a dishcloth, you know, mm-hmm. and, if, and if the dishcloth is not wet, you know, one of those sponges, when mm-hmm. they're dry, yeah, I mean, there's no water mm, in it. It's mm. just like, oh, no, it's horrible. Mm, mm. As soon as you put water on it, it becomes, you know, uh, nice and malleable. soft and, yeah, yeah malleable, yeah. pliable, you know. Yeah. And, and and what happens here is that if your, you, you know, your muscles, tissues, uh, tendons, any anywhere that blood is required in your body is exactly the same. Mm. So you just increase that body temp and it just makes um, everything more permeable. It, yeah. You know, and, and, and then once you get there, your mindset, your enthusiasm and your energy Apps definitely 100% yeah. starts to increase. Well, I thought, you know, there were a couple of interesting articles. The one was from Alberta Health, which talked about your cardiac output. Yep. So it was pretty much the stroke volume and your heart rate. So when you're exercising, you need three to four times what your normal cardiac output would be. So remember yep. those two things. Yep. And that's because your muscles need more oxygen. So yeah, you've got more demand. Yeah, yeah, your heart beats faster to get more blood out. Yep. Your stroke rate increases by pumping more forcefully, and it beats faster and stronger, which yeah. helps your blood, which keeps your blood, which helps keep blood pressure at levels needed to supply oxygen-rich yeah. blood to your brain and other organs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a great PubMed article. Um, you know why do why do some athletes' hearts not increase that much? Um, and Trainer Road also had some great stuff on this. But when, so basically, essentially, when oxygen supply meets demand. And the aerobic system can sustainably power that effort and heart. Your ventilation and your breathing and your heart settles. Yeah. That make yeah. that, that right? Yeah, you're more economical. You're mm. you're more you're more efficient. Yes, a- a- and yeah, you, you 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 the blood is where it needs to be. Yeah, and you can start focusing on on the cognitive so, elements. So that when around you. if that demand then outpaces the body's supply, so you yeah. can't get enough, yeah. right? Yeah, um, you increase you increase above your VO two max, which we've talked about in previous yep. podcast, and ultimately your power output will decrease, which yeah. will lead to worse decisions. I guess if you're playing a game or yeah. or, or your stro- or your your quality of your stroke or what you know whatever yeah. you're doing will get worse. Yeah. Yeah. So as you get fitter, the efficiency of the cardiovascular system increases. Um, so that's why endurance athletes have that lower heart rate because they can supply the oxygen needs to their muscles yeah. in a more efficient way. Right, um, so and and to do that, you need structured training, which is obviously base training, low, long, low intensity, but then also high intensity, where you're targeting kind of maximal oxygen uptake, and, yep. and where you're fatiguing, but you're yeah. building to 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 kind of work through that 
uh, fatigue, right? Yeah, and, and and that's why we use heart rate um, to, to to when we're training our athletes. Mm. And, you know, we find those heart rate zones and then we mm. apply those heart rate zones to the demands of the game or the competition. Mm. And we and we measure how long um, particular individuals are in that zone and mm. then we put that over the top of the strategic part of what's happening on the field. Yeah. And then we train our people to stay in that zone longer so yeah. they can fight harder and longer in that zone and the other team can't stay with them. So that 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 zoning that that's driven by your max heart rate, right? That's driven by. So we do VO two testing. We yes. use a treadmill. We use a um, you know a, a gas analysis um, um, treadmill test, and we get a very very uh, accurate um, max max heart ma- rate. Max max heart yeah, rate and yeah. and and max um, sorry and and a VO two level. So yes. we know exactly. Um, how big that tank is. Yeah. Now, when we have that, now we can go in, break it down, look at the percentages mm. of heart rate, mm. uh, and then we can, like I said, go back to particular strategic parts mm. of a game, see where the demands are, and then ensure that we're training inside those zones efficiently and not burning them out, uh, or uh, the opposite, which is where you don't actually touch them enough, yeah, yeah. and then you're the, you're the guys who drop out early in the fight, yeah, and, and and for the rest of us, um, there's obviously to work out your max heart rate. The the standard wisdom is two twenty minus your age, right? Yeah, yep. I, I don't I don't feel that's that accurate personally. Mine is a lot higher than that, but it yeah. also has got higher. The more you exercise, I feel that's got got higher over time. Um, but but that max rate. So if you're setting a max rate then it comes down to what's the percentage of that max rate, right? Mm. So so for an Ironman, for example, long-distance endurance, you would never exceed 80% of your max rate. So as long as you're getting nutrition in, you could keep going at your max at, at 80%. If you are doing something of a more sprint or faster nature, you might be at 90%, right? Yeah, that, look, yeah, and now, now, now you're breaking down what's actually um, happening in the event. Mm. So- you know um, these ultra marathon runners and 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 people who have long endurance. Then mm. you've got to make that that petrol last. And they're lasting so become, probably 65 percent. Oh yeah, well yeah, but they oh. but but remember, they're sixty five percent mechanically. What they're doing will still exceed um, like what, what normal max. people are doing. Oh, even their pace, <laughs> marathon runners' pace. Yeah, you know that's another man's sprint. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so it's all it's all very relative. It's relative. And um, yeah. so that's why the two twenty minus your age. Mm. That's a fairly generic one. It is yeah. still good. It is still mm. sa- that's a very safe. That's mm. a very mm. safe measurement. Yeah. So if you, so the ways to check this is look. There's obviously the the manual way, which is go for a run and then stop and feel your pulse mm. and measure that for fifteen mm. seconds and well, times get your it resting by four. first. Get, get your get, resting. Get your yeah. resting first. Yeah. Um, and then the other option is if you do have a, a sports watch or a smart smart watch like a Garmin. Did I just say Garmin? Yes, I did. Um, and with Garmin, for example, you can put in a max heart rate and it will work out your zones and it can tell you what zone you're in and it'll tell you your heart rate kind of live as well. Um, so you so that max heart rate is quite important to understand your zones. And that's a way of establishing how you're getting fitter because your heart and your cardiovascular system is getting more efficient and it's not working as hard, right? So your resting heart rate will be lower, resting pulse will be lower, yeah. and then your max, your max, your, your, when you're running and operating, um, it'll settle quicker because mm. your, your system mm. is getting oxygen to your muscles 
as opposed to trying to build and, and being yeah. behind. Does that make sense, yeah, look, Big Donny? Look, look, it does. But but we you're talking more about reserve. So what's happening mm-hmm. is all the things that you just said, yeah. yes, yes, and yes, yes, yes. But it's not that you're not working as hard. What it means is that because you're so efficient and mm-hmm. you've trained mm-hmm. yourself to a level, you're punching along at say 85 percent. Mm-hmm. You're holding it there. Mm-hmm. The reserve, because you're so well conditioned, mm-hmm. if required, you will be able to steal from that other 15% mm. and it's not going to stop your race. Yeah. Okay. That, so yeah, think about sense. that as a – think about things. It's not about going to a threshold. It's about knowing what the reserve is above and beyond the threshold. Generally it's my legs that give out during the race. No, I, well, that's I, your missed, I missed leg day a bit at the gym. I got a little cold <laughs> and then the muscles well, break, Well, that's, that's efficiency. That's mechanical mm. efficiency. Mm. Yeah. That's no, usually the issue. <laughs> um, and Donnie, t- Donny, come on. T- what's your resting heart rate then? You is, know, that, I, is that I, like a secret or can you no, share? No, it's not a secret. I yeah. have a high – everybody knows that oh. I train. Yeah. Um, I have a high resting, always had a high resting heart yeah. rate. So my resting heart rate actually sits around between – 76 and 80 oh my gosh. and 82. Yeah, that that's my not, resting. No wonder you're so skinny because like, whatever <laughs> you eat just gets burnt off straight away. Yeah, no? yeah I, I don't, it always has been um, the lowest, I, I think, maybe when I'm sitting, mm. focused, breathing, but it's not resting. I'm actually yeah. working it at, at, mm. at bringing it down and then I can get you yeah, down in the 60s. Jeez, your heart rate's you know? working hard. Your heart's working hard, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just a wee guy. I must be like no. one of those. Alan, what do you reckon? A shrew. A shrew. No idea. Oh. We should have tested his. Uh, mine's about 48. Yeah, no, that's great. That's good. A bit lazy. Yeah, it's, no, it's, just, it's not it's lazy. Sits, sits there chugging. You've got a big heart, man. And, You're and pumping what, around. Oh, it is a big heart. Yeah, It's What's your heart rate max, do you reckon? Uh, I, I know for a fact because I went there not long ago, so I, I can still get around two. Jeez, two, that's I, a lot. I can still get, yeah, I can still get oh. over 200. Well, but, hey, oh I've, got a re- I've got a high resting for a start. But, oh, that's true. But I can, no, I can, I find myself um uh, it would have been say three weeks ago where mm. I just went out and did a little tester there, and mm. uh, yeah, I, was de- I was around maybe two hundred seven. That's huge because I think yeah. I think I'm about one ninety. Yeah, but I've never. I don't yeah. know what happens when you hit the max. Does it explode or what? Like- yeah, I think. Well, I think in my in my case, I, I think you get a bit shorter. So yeah. <laughs> I used to be six foot. Mm. I got to stop doing that. Yeah. But yeah, no, okay. I, that's where I go to. But when I work, when I work, I mm. I stay between. Around the one sixty five, so, I can feel wow, that's high okay. for me. Yeah, one sixty five wow. is high. Yeah, but if I'm punching and I lose my, you know, and I'm and, and I'm in that state mm. of flow, I can find myself suddenly bang, I'm, mm. I'm up over two hundred. Because if I'm if I'm running a reasonable distance, I'll try and stick around the one fifty five odd mark. Yeah, and might then, have been on Ergo's uh, assault bikes. It would be about one sixty five. Yeah. as you say. Yeah, yeah. that'd be vigorous. Yeah. Where you can't. Talk. That's good for running though. That's good, yeah. you know. But yeah. but my my ones to get there. I I don't think I could do that running because I don't think. I could mechanically sustain well, that's the problem, getting, getting yeah, up there. Yeah, but the if I'm on an ergo, yeah, if I'm on a, a yeah. rower or an yeah. assault bike in particular, then yes, I can. I can yeah. I and can if you just them. get pissed off, what does your heart rate go to? My, I go the other way. Mm. I'm a shutdown. It goes down. I'm a shutdown, yeah, oh, because right. I because I don't trust myself. So I don't like to get, I don't like to get pissed off. <laughs> all right, that's all, folks. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks, Donnie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Gem and Donnie's Short, Sharp, and Fitness podcast brought to you by oldbullhealth.com. For more information, visit our website or find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or drop us an email if you do have any questions or would like to suggest a topic. Help at oldbullhealth.com.